Hey, Sam. Hey, Teresa. What's up? Uh, not a whole lot. It's been a very chill week. I just saw that um, Meghan Markle is having another baby, though. So shout out to the royal family. <laughs> what? That's so random for you to bring that up. <laughs> I'm like a weirdly big, like, royal family hater. So I really like when, like, Megan and Harry like do whatever because it just so clearly makes everyone else mad but I can't believe that there's like a country that matters in the world that has a royal family that people respect it makes no sense to me I think it's kind of offensive um it, yeah it really it really rubs me the wrong way yeah I feel like when you stop to think about shit like that for too long you're like nothing in this world is real like how is it still a thing also it's just white people doing their thing you know yeah but Meghan Markle doing their thing. right 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 I mean the whole institution is just white people doing their thing yeah 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 or you know colonizer thing ah ha ha well and it's crazy because like I mean at least in the U.S. like Meghan Markle and her husband are way more famous than the rest of the royal family they mm-hmm. can grab that spotlight they should just make a new kingship in England like why why should one group of people have money from the state right that people have to pay taxes into when they don't do anything right anyway very good points here. <laughs> <laughs> anyways um we are super excited for today's episode um where we will be interviewing big up menace x over a cup of hot green tea great let's get into it So for today's drink, I have chosen a piping hot green tea because recently I've just um, been having trouble sleeping and just just feel tired in the middle of the day. But I don't want to, you know, drink like my third cup of coffee. So then I drink tea. Um, So actually, fun fact is that apparently um, Andrew Yang is a green tea enthusiast so the more you know i feel like green tea is probably the most classic drink that we've done i feel like even hot chocolate is a little less classic green tea is like water it's always there for you it never overstays its welcome it's good for any time but also personally like water it just doesn't do a lot for me I only drink it when I'm like out places or with other people that drink it. But on my own, I need something thrown into it. I need like a matcha green tea or like a lemon in it. You know, I I just normal green tea. You need a whitewashed version of green tea, Sam, is what I'm hearing. Basically, basically. Um, Anyways, moving on from green tea. Um, today we are really excited to be interviewing um, Big Up Menace X and Sam actually introduced me to this artist so Sam do you want to talk a little bit more about how you came across um, his work? Sure Um, I was actually introduced to Big Up Menace X really recently with this newest album I just heard people talking about it online and I listened and it's one of those albums that grabs you immediately just with 
kind of how odd it is, but also how it has these moments of complete elation and it just takes you on really an emotional ride. And for me, it's one of those albums that you listen to once or twice and you're never going to forget about it, but it really affects you and it'll make you feel a certain way. Uh, And Big Up Menace X is just making waves right now. Um, He's put a lot of music out and he has some music coming up. So we're going to talk to him a bit about that Um, and just kind of his artistic process because his music is so different. I assume that he takes a different approach to creating it. Yeah, and for those of you who don't know, Big Up Menace X is an experimental filmmaker, composer, producer, pianist, all the things from Detroit, Michigan. His most recent project, Artificial Emotions and Coping with Cybernetic Love, um, Telepathic Gothica issue number four, was um, just released earlier this year, and it's part of four um Big Up Menace X Bonehead the Arc Angle releases so far. So with that, do you want to call him up right now? Yep, let's call him up. Thank you so much for coming on. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate the opportunity most definitely. We just wanted to jump right into the album. For those who don't know, it's called Artificial Emotions and Coping with Cybernetic Love, Telepathic Gothica Issue 4. Um, and personally, this album just felt, felt like a journey through time and space. And it felt like it came at me from all directions. Um, and I was wondering, could you tell us about the process of making it? Did it flow naturally or did you have a path kind of already mapped out for the project before you started? It was a whole script that I came up with like middle school, like 2013. It's like, yeah, so, you know, I wanted to make films, but I, you know, didn't have the budget. So then I just wrote all these scripts, auditory scripts and storylines of everything that I kind of wanted to get my point across with. And uh, each series, like, ooh, I kind of based it off of, like, Goosebumps. You know, it sounds like Kitty now, but, like, middle school, Goosebumps, like, the series of how the fact that it's Goosebumps, but each storyline is a different, you know what I mean, like, theme. That was the whole telepathic gothica. That's pretty much what that is. It's like a representation of each chapter is like a different face of my pain in the past, you know? Um, and yeah, that's just a part of the storyline where I go straight up, it's like hyperspace. It's very, it's like hard to even articulate in words because that one is like, what it sounds like to y'all is like what it is to me, like, like, it's hard to even explain it, but um, I just want to put it into right words so I don't get it misconstrued on a message also. But I do think it's a good representation of the madness. And uh, that was like more so like spiritually. It was like I was more so lost and I just was kind of like in this physical realm thinking, but I'm not in the physical realm in the album. Yeah, if you listen to each album, it makes more sense in the storyline because uh, I go into the future and that one and actually like that was actually the first album that I worked on out of all my albums like so I had that done I've been sitting on that for like three years but a part it wouldn't make sense to release that first in the storyline you know like I went in the future in the past so it's present to y'all but old to me you know what I mean like it's like this whole time where 
And uh, I just was like afraid of how I wasn't necessarily afraid, but I just knew that it was going to come across very. Uh, you grit your teeth, most definitely. It's just funny to see like the. The responses to the album, because I didn't I didn't know what was going to be thought about it. And I just don't want to get the message of what my purpose is or what I'm even trying to get across, you know, sonically. It's just me being honest, like, you know, I'm just very honest about the realities of energies and things that are out here cosmically and the stuff that I had tapped into in the past. And it's just a very like upfront and personal, you know, to the madness. That's why I'm like very excited for his next album. It's about to come out like some days, giant from the X, because I finally make it to the upper world. I'm in heaven in this one, so it's uh, much more clarity, and uh, it's like real life, you know. Artificial was was me escaping reality, you know. It's not really speaking on the real life things that are going on. Yeah, no, that's insane. I feel like, um, like, I guess, like, in what moments do you kind of tap into that cosmic world? Because I know that you've, like, talked sort of about this album as being somewhat of an autobiography and for me personally like I'm not like always tapping into like a cosmic world so like yeah how do you connect with that um I guess throughout your life and through making this album um well the pain that sends you like I've been in it through pain uh a lot of life experiences that have pushed me to such an extent that I know normally like generally people wouldn't be able to like stay sane like you know to even be able to like stay aware through certain situations in life and it just like forced me to embrace like such a like catastrophic state of being that like I kind of owned it and I like absorbed like you know I, I got I've been attacked so much that I end up just absorbing it and like letting it become a part of me that it actually made me stronger instead of like breaking me so that that's where that kind of is this a representation of, uh, and then it's like a whole much deeper, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? There's a lot written in between the lines that I can only say so much because it's just a lot in general, but that even go back to what my message is. I'm just like very honest on uh, what's out here. You know what I mean? As far as energies and all of those things, you know, because it goes so deep. And I'm just trying to guide people through it so you can know what it is, but I'm not trying to influence people in the wrong way. And I'm not trying to attack people either. You know, that's what, that's why like each album is just a representation of what's out here in such an honest way, because a lot of artists aren't going to necessarily tell you that they'll put on a mask and make you think that it's one thing, but they can be with the other, you know what I mean? And don't have the best of interest, but I, I just want to, I'm just showing reality, you know, it's, uh, sometimes it's hard to face and it's a lot you know I don't listen to the album that's what's funny like I don't like it's not that's not like it's something you just like kick back like you know just kick back like you know like literally like like I'm normal I'm not normal but I'm normal you know what I mean like like, like I'm, I'm listening to angel frequencies like, like you know it's just soothing sounds like I'm not listening to artificial emotions that's like very like She's like, I get like, it spooks me. Yeah, that's when I knew it got deep because a lot of my sounds spooked me out at times. I'm like confused on what state of mind that I was in, but I'm not because it was such awareness that you just hide away from how you feel at times. And 
that's a, all a part of the storyline. I had like mentally for a second, yeah, for that whole time creating artificial. It was like a whole automated process of where I wasn't even me, and it was like a, yeah, I was. It was a lot of like cosmic information downloaded on some other, <laughs> and uh, I was just re- being receptive and get getting the message across. It's like yeah, it's like this half and half, but it's just such a open picture of what it is, you know. Yeah. Very, very intense. I will say that, and I do want to apologize if uh, if it made y'all uncomfortable because that is not my purpose. You know, I never want to. I never want to be like a like a novelty character or something like that. You know what I mean? I never want to be like. Because it's much more, it's actually much more deeper than it comes across. Like, it's not, it seems wacky and animated, but it's much more, like, real-ass shit that, like, happened in the midst of me creating it. Like, it was, like I went through a lot of shit, to, like, in the midst of creating these things to, like, get the message across, you know? So, a lot of times, I'll show what you're supposed to stray away from, and I'll just show you the reality of how, like, deep it goes of why you stray away from these things, and I kind of purposely put myself in very dangerous uh, positions to like spread the word of what to do and what not to do spiritually, you know? Yeah, no, I didn't, at least personally, I didn't feel like it was like a novelty at all. Like I definitely felt that real emotion behind each of the tracks, which is what really drew me to the album. But um, I guess on that note, it seemed like you had um, a lot of points on the album that were like very heavy, like a lot of things going on. Um, like I noticed, like, especially on the second track and like towards the middle of the third track, like after those heavy points, it would come out with this like kind of angelic <laughs> sound. Like how did you balance that, those like harsh moments with the like relaxing, like angelic? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, so like, it's duality. Like it's literally like duality and like it's most, finest form I was or you know not trying to pose but like you know what I mean like in its most specific form more so it's just funny like I'm or I'm just grateful I just want to I know I'm shifting and I'm kind of stalling but I'm just grateful that like y'all were even interested in that anyway because I was very curious of how people would take that in general and it's funny that like that's the one that people are like you know interested in because that that was like I feel like that's the one that makes people grit their teeth the most like um but I really just wanted to balance it out to show just the realities of like how deep it can go, you know, like to get to such a heaven state in the project of balancing it out and not getting like too deep into the darkness of it. And then not, you know, not, it's not too bright, not too dark. I really, really had to tread lightly on what I was doing to where that, yeah, that album took four years to make because to specifically get that, balance like really heavy um very emotionally draining that album is very draining to work on yeah that's like the first and last of that like everything that I do is like the first and last of that because like dangerous (laughs) like on some real shit like it's pretty just to even like go such a place you know to where I look back and I'm like, okay, like that, you know, like that's very intense. Like, are you okay? Like, you know, something like, I think, yeah, I just look so inwards that I don't even know anymore. 
but I do know writers want others to figure it if they see that in themselves then they can balance it out you know what i'm saying because there's so many sides to every picture and a lot of things we'll look right at it but we're ignoring it because we don't want to accept what we see in the mirror you know yeah kind of like uh, sorry like talking about that balance that you were talking about um so like i guess like how do you measure if i guess you're like going too far in the dark or the light one way or another and do you feel when you feel it's balanced do you feel that more like sonically or do you feel that more like emotionally uh to where yeah that's where I know sonically yeah to rest for me being honest um that's why like in general all the albums eventually be like one big thing because it's all like one movie in general but I have to break it off in parts so people can you know digest it more easily but each phase is so sonically artificial is very sonically dark like it is most definitely dark cosmic energy in there and it's light cosmic energy in there but you're not even allowed to get to the light you can't even get majority of people who get saved are sinners you know if you're if you're clear free of debt majority of people who are the most enlightened have the most karma because like it's you know what I mean it's like you got to get to you got to go through that phase before you are even allowed to get to the light like you can't just instantly stay in especially if it's from the heart you know what I mean of the message that's trying to be getting across of it's like you you not you can't get to heaven if you 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 gotta go to hell first before you get to heaven simple and plain like it's just that's just how it works like especially if you're trying to like guide people in the right direction like you you gotta literally go through the dark you can't guide people until you see what people don't want to see like you so you can't like guide people to the light and then be com- completely neglect what you know what I'm saying isn't the light because you have to have both understanding so you can even know how to fight the dark you know what I mean like yeah so to like and and instead of fighting it you nurture these things you know what I'm saying like you nurture these things you don't make necessarily make friends with them but you nurture these things and you let them go about their way but you still have to interact so you can fully get an understanding of what is and what isn't and I think that's why that was such a heavy piece that that was a whole phase that I just I'm grateful to like get out of that mess uh, that was a whole different person. It wasn't even me. It wasn't me. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm happy to hear you added that. Um, yeah. Kind of <laughs> on a note of the more sonically, like I was going to ask a question about like, how do you incorporate all these different genres? But when I started like counting the genres on this album, I was like, <laughs> I can't. Um, so what is your kind of relationship with genre what inspires you and how have you learned to be like so proficient in making all these different types of music thank you uh yeah I think it's just like an agenda of like never doubting yourself and like breaking the walls to such a extent that it's like creating a whole new thing that I just I've I feel like I'll never fully get to what I'm trying to get to you know uh, that's why this, this the next album really is like that's why it's funny because it's like a whole different <laughs> that is like yeah I'm, I'm in heaven in this next one I know y'all talking about artificial but it's like giant is like this very bare bone sheesh like 
uh, much more orchestra based. I've been getting my hands on like much more resources, like and like yeah. But I think we have so many spirits in us, and like it's so many messages that need to be like get across. You know, so many points that need to be made. Um, yeah, it's never ending. Like each in human, or you know, each person on this planet, they're form of whatever they fully are is like thousands it's a concoction of things like all into this one big final form that isn't even like a thing that you can name or like specifically pinpoint so i think i'm just trying to like get this like whole final form to where in like the general aspect of things it'll like make sense that it's just never ending of what is and what isn't you know and constantly trying to bend what is supposed to be and a lot of times that's what even like as growing up like like I grew up in the hood, like, <laughs> like you know, like I started off freestyling in pre preschool, and like, you know, it was much more completely against like big what big up men and sex is. That's what's funny, and y'all talking to Jalen right now. Y'all not talking to big up men and sex. Like, I'm I don't wear black no more. Like I got a blue. I've been sober for some like about to be 22 days, it's 22 to 22nd. About to be sober. You know what I mean? Like I'm a family man. Like. It's funny because this is it's not even about for me. It's for people to get the message. Like, um, yeah, that's why I know like a lot of the the message is kind of it gets misconstrued. Or I never want to influence people in the wrong way. I'm just showing the reality of what's out here, so you know what to do and what not to do. You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of people will kind of guide you in this. Yeah, yeah. Majority of people who are supposedly the nice guys aren't the nice guys, and the bad guys aren't the bad guys. They're just misunderstood. Because they've seen such a reality that it's just, it's not a beautiful picture all the time. Yeah. And you've talked a couple of times about um, like growing up and how early you started making music. And I was mm-hmm. wondering, how did you go from freestyling to um, making the kind of music that you do now? Because it seems like kind of completely different worlds. Yeah. Because, uh, yeah, for the longest, you know, I grew up in the studio, you know, Detroit, like just the whole gritty cold winters, you know what I'm saying? Like uh, freestyling in the shelter, freestyling, you know, at the Salvation Army, staying at the Salvation Army shelter in 2007, 2008, and cold bus winters and all of them times and embracing life and like just poverty, like that whole lifestyle of just being poor and hungry and like, you know, like that was a, already a stamp thing, like hood living, like, you know, like the hood is like, that's already like a thing that everybody knows, but like, but nobody's necessarily like pinpointing the energy that's causing that. You know what I mean? Like they just, it's like the human form. Everybody's still like in this human way of going about like, you know, like gritty, like, but they're not speaking on like what energy and what spirits are making these things like how it is, you know? And then I think that's why I just delve deeper of what is causing this distraction, you know, like what is necessarily like the reasoning for why things are. Um, yeah, so I, yeah, because I started off doing, ch- I used to break dance and do talent shows in like fourth grade. I used to break dance in the corner and everybody would be like, what the fuck are you doing? I literally got a recess. Everybody used to laugh at me because I used to break dance in the corner and I used to go by Rasta J. Cause I was uh, my godfather before he had passed. He was in a wheelchair and he had got shot with AK, in 1992, and then he was motivational speaking with my father. And uh, but anyway, it goes. He came back into my life 
2008 before he passed. And then uh, he would take me around schools and we get motivational speak at these high schools. And uh, he just showed me, like, he opened such a conscious, you know, it was like right in his midst. I, I was like, I was saved, but then it was like an attack on the family. So then it had me so vulnerable to where I just was like, I got attacked, you know. And but then it made me such aware that it, the attacks, because a lot of people will get attacked and won't even know what the fuck is going on. And they'll think that it's just a bad phase of family life, you know, and to be so aware of it. It was draining to where I felt like I needed to, like, figure out how I felt for real in such a way that it pushed me against the grain. Like, you know, like, like I said, like, I always rap. I rap my whole life. Like, my mom rap, everybody raps, like but I just want to do something different because I already saw that before I already heard that before. And even still, like, it's crazy. Cause I don't even like, I don't want to be big up Minnesota no more. Like I don't want to be, but it's not even because I don't want to be that is because I genuinely don't even care about the music industry or the business or true success is a state of mind. You know what I'm saying? It's beyond the physical work. It's not even about any of what we see. And I think that's just the message of what I'm trying to get across. No, like it definitely, it definitely makes sense. And like, I feel like you've, you know, achieved a state of clarity that most people will either take a very long time to achieve or like not even at all. Um, But kind of like, cause you spoke about, you know, rapping and break dancing and also um, I know that you're also, you know, interested in film. So how do you see the way that film intersects like with what you're doing right now? And do you see them as like interconnected or like as like separate forms of art? Um, I, of course they're all interconnected because it's the frequency, you know, it's all, it's all the same thing, just different way of going about it, you know? Um, yeah, the, that's the root of it is that hard. I really just want to make films and like, just make films like that, that they, these are all just auditory autobiographies of the movie of life you know so it's like each phase is just that I don't yeah there's no difference um maybe how people perceive perceive them you know is I know they can be perceived different because it's just such a different way of going about it but yeah <laughs> Also, like I'm asking because I'm a cinema minor, so I love film also. Um, So like, yeah, like I guess like what about film is like draws you in or or like, yeah, why are you so focused on like wanting to make films? Yeah, they go back to the frequency thing because it started off like always just watching VHS and like it was just the frequency of the, you know, old tvs and the static and that whole the frequency of watching movies that's what drew me in at first and uh, yeah beyond the sound or what's being seen is just the actual frequency of analog like and uh that's where it all intertwines it was such an influence like i was so influenced by like so much in the past this is ridiculous. I, I always try to pinpoint like what specifically was like the thing that made me want to say like, oh, like, uh, I don't know if you know who Juan Cart Y is, but that's like one of my favorite uh, cinematographers and like his films really played a major part in my life. Uh, you just talked about some of your film influences. 
uh what musicians influence your music most what influence i'm influenced by so much that isn't music like what influence the music is literally like my life like literally the like the tears like that i know that's like not even trying to sound cliche but like literally that's what like i could hear sound when i was at my lowest like i could i could hear and feel what i wanted to make when i was like at certain peaks of like it had opened something that i could just hear what i wanted like but it's so much like you know i grew up of course in the city so you know like there's a bunch of detroit artists you know like but oh yeah honestly i like i was hip i was put on a smooth jazz radio station growing up and like you know forced to just draw alone in the room and just listen to the radio um you know sade and a lot of yeah a lot of jazz uh it's funny because I, I used to love the Blue Schools theme song and I never knew that that was performed by Thelonious Monk. So like I was like hip on Thelonious Monk, like, you know, back then I never even knew, like, but that's like one of my, like a big influence of jazz, like, and, you know, he's like a big influence on the keys. Uh, I'm just very influenced by people who are disciplined. Like I like to see the discipline and hard work that's been still uh, like long ago because it was, you know, such a, you know, a shift, it was no technology. So you had no choice but to like be disciplined and put in some like really hard work that like, like, you know, you, it was no other way around that you wouldn't even get to that point unless you really put in hard work. Yeah, no, that definitely makes sense. Um, and I definitely could feel that storyline, but you were saying that the next album that's about to come out is basically finishing the storyline right could you talk about what's yes. coming out in the future and like what you see as the future of the big menace x project big up menace project. um this is yeah thank god giant from the ace is my it's the last telepathic gothic you'll see like a, you know it's the the bow to it all um because i think the point of what i'm trying to make is kind of most definitely understood now um yeah this one is a whole another shift uh i got my hands on a lot of resources like next level thinking of like even what I, you know like what the purpose is but it all was written you know i already had this all written down years and years but it just took so long and i had to discipline myself to like literally like I knew what I wanted to do, but like I had to discipline myself to like, no, I got to make this one first because it's a story. Like, you know, like even if I didn't even want to make it like, it, like I had to like do that because it won't make sense if I like just put out the light, like, you know, but thank God giant from the X is like the most vulnerable of all. Cause it's literally like the real nitty gritty of like, it's no filter, just straight up. Like, like the person like the specific reasonings for things and why why big up menace x is like that like you know and then it's a miss because a lot of it isn't even big up menace x it's more so bonehead the archangel uh yeah it's like this concoct this is blur and there's more characters that aren't named it's a, yeah a lot of the that's what's funny is big up menace x is like the rl stein of goosebumps but like 
it's much more like authors like i'm 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 turning to different authors in these like yeah i can't explain it but you know i you get what i'm saying like it's really complicated but thank god giant from next is uh i could say that it's my first like official like professional studio album like where i'm just proud to get this off my back because this is all i've been working the hardest for like for real like yeah we're so excited to hear it yeah like this is like big up minnesota's got his point across like mm. but not the for the future things it won't be under big up minnesota's like it's not going to be it's not even like what is whatever's expected it won't be it's like a whole nother avenue like of course I, like i think i'm gonna be in the mountains <laughs> like for real like on some yeah the next like whatever my next thing is like i don't even think it has nothing to do with creating it has nothing i kind of got my point across like i don't want the you know, I don't want, I don't want what was being offered in the, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, it's not important to me about the recognition. Or, I just have a, a point to prove. And then now I don't really give a fuck about the money or the fame because I know all that comes with it. And I'm just not with that. So I kind of just want to fall back and live, you know, and be the best person I can be for others and inspire them from the dark to the light and be a, a, a positive influence in such an honest way that a lot of people are not going to be honest like that, you know, so you can fully know what to do and what not to do because we'll be influenced by people, but it's still like, you know, that's why through my craft, you know, like, or I know a lot of people know that, uh, you know, I would smoke a lot or I just be tapping into certain things, but I would, ne- I would never recommend that or I never say do that, you know, or like you it'd be a lot of stoner artists or, you know, and you'll be, you'll want to smoke while you watching them. I don't want people to do what I'm doing. I want you to like, look what I'm doing and just learn. Like, you know, so you can say, all right, well, I don't need to even go there because he just showed me the way, like, you know. Yeah, no, that's super interesting. And thank you so much for being so open with us. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of Two Virgins. We hope you enjoyed getting to know Big Up Menace X and check out his album. You can find this episode on our website, quarantinecontent.com, or on our weekly newsletter, The Q. See you next week.